Damn, nigga, stop the music. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. The hell? I'm on your vibes today, Drew. <laughs> what you mean I, you're on my vibe, I got, bro? I got, I got like 20,000 things I'm trying to... I'm over here in doing your intro, not even mine. Like, I'm sorry. Bugging out. But yes, 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 y'all. Welcome back to an episode of the Mix and Pop Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Tariq. As always, my brother, Chef Drewski. You already know what it is. How you feeling? Chef Drewski in the building. You already know. Best co-host in the world. Stop playing. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> my guy came out here hard. Is it, Shit. Just, we, feel we like we I got to come out like a Jamaican now. No cap. No cap. No cap. No, man. We got a great episode for y'all today. Episode 56, live in effect. Uh, First of all, our guest today, ladies and gentlemen, we said it last week. We've been ready for him for a whole week. <laughs> See you messing up, Drew. Why, what are you doing? What are you doing? Trying. I'm you ready with Twitch? There? Yeah, I'm. We we not streaming on Twitch? Okay. Are we not streaming on Twitch? Yeah, we are. All right, so we got to check the quality of it. All right, you ready though? Yeah, I'm ready. So I'm ready to introduce our guest over here, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? <laughs> Ladies I'm, I'm waiting listen, for, I'm waiting for I am today's hold special on, hold on. guest. Hold on, hold on. The introduction. Go, 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 go. Gentlemen, <clears throat> this brother right here, he's been in the game for ever. 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 He's been he's been on the ones and twos for ever. Not ones, but twos. Ever. 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 He, he, he like playing the good music, but he like playing the ratchet stuff too. Mm-hmm. For the girlies, for the girlies. For, for, That's the for good the stuff. For the girls, he, he don't do it for the guys. He do it for the girls. For the girls. For the girls. For the girls. That's all. This is a ladies' man. He's ladies. for the ladies. He's ladies for the ladies. Man. Okay, ladies. We got DJ RMX in the building. What's going on with you? D D D D D J O M X. I do. We should yeah. actually uh, <laughs> 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 sample that. Can you send me that? No, I got you. Send me that. No, um, no, I mean. Uh, it's a good year, 2024. You know, we're starting off the run. Time to get into things. Time to set up the clubs. Time to get merch out. I'm all here today with my guys in the mixing pot. Came out here to have a good time, vibe yeah. out. But let's see where this where this takes us today. There you go. I heard we got some spicy waters coming up. Okay. But um, back to our conversation, though. Yeah, where did you get tatted, bro? Because I'm oh. really trying to get tatted. Feel me? Stop. Um, Can you just stop acting like you're actually going to get a tattoo? Bro, yeah, but let my boy live. Dead ass, bro. Like, it's a new year, new R- me. R- feel RMX, me? RMX. It's a new year, old him. Dead ass. RMX. And if I decide to get a tat, for real. At least let and, me put and, him on. You know what I'm saying? And sketch it out and everything. Schedule the appointment. Tell the artist that I will show up. And then, then cancel last minute. <laughs> exactly. Nah, he's like, good. He's good though. Yeah, I feel like he uh he's been wanting a tattoo for a while. That ass, for real. I mean, no. Like it's time just, for me to get up, especially a, me being a model, bro. Like I got to get something prominent. You're, oh, you're damn, just don't do that. Then if you're a model, you can't do that. I mean, that's but some models, one, but some models but then you going to have to use makeup to cover it up all the time. Yeah, that's right? true. That's true. Sometimes. Who's sometimes. that? The I think there's one male model who's tattooed. Was like, Benjamin something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a dude too. His name is um Tyler. Shit, what's his last name? I don't know these dudes' last names and shit. I remember the girls more than guys, but 
<laughs> but yeah, bro, like they be tatted, bro. Hold on, Tyler P. His name is like. Well, I Tyler. guess nowadays it doesn't really matter because yeah, you know uh, everybody. Really every, I mean, I, I don't think I don't see people with tattoos yeah. nowadays, especially from modern. They're like, oh, you got a tattoo? I want you to work on this shoot with me. So I mean, they don't. That's more of a plus, honestly. So, so if you if you want to get tattooed, there's a there's a guy that oh oh yeah definitely if he could get away with it in modeling then you definitely can do this. I'm gonna put you on. My guy's name is uh, Lethal Inc. He's actually a really dope person. He does all my work. Reach out to him. Let him know I sent you. He'll take care of you. Set up. He's been working for me, for me or well with me for a long time. He's so he's done here. all my pieces. He does. He does niggas. What do you mean? Like he does dark he does skin. Everybody. Say that. He's Cambodian, bro. That shit goes crazy. So what are you trying to get? Oh, what no. are you into? So no bullshit. My sister. She's tatted, right? My little sister. <laughs> and she got <laughs> how you just get tatted before bro, you bro she's just she, so i wouldn't say me and my sister are the to, well yeah when it comes to personality wise i think me and her are total opposites because i'm more like outgoing and she's more like an introvert type person but this. she fucks with she's more artistic when it comes to like the the illustrations and shit like that like as i feel like i'm artistic when it comes to like cooking and shit like that more but she has this tat bro that is literally like this it's is like it looks like a black woman but she's out in the woods on some like and she has a um a fucking hawk on her head like a oh that's head. actually a that's representation of a mexican yeah uh, tattoo of a native american wearing uh, either like a wolf. Yeah. So head. like I'm trying to get the counterpart. So hers is on her left. I'm trying to get it on the right. But I'm trying to get like a nigga, like probably in the in the woods, like with a bear or like. <laughs> no, nah, I mean you could definitely do it. Like Lee, uh, he's he's pretty dope. He'll sit down with you and he'll work that with us, you and he'll pull up a couple pictures and he'll make it work. Hell yeah! I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell my sister to send her tat and I'm gonna be like I'm gonna go to Lee and I'm gonna be like Yo, I, I want, want the, the male version. Yeah, I want the male version. It is. He got you. He'll take that, care that of that. That sounds really great. But when that's we going to get Tariq to get a tattoo? That I ask, because Tariq is going to... First of all, that's not happening. Ever. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Why not? You see how stern he is about it, bro? Like, live tattoo. a little, bro. Why not? Why you got to act like a 60-year-old, too? That ass. Does that's Tiana have tats? She has a lot of them. So what's up? So what's up? I don't want one. Why not? It's not me. You don't like the pain? I, bro, I get blood all the time. I can do pain. I just really don't want a tattoo. Are you scared oh. of needles? I get blood all the time. The The needle was in my arm for like 10 minutes. Yeah, but you're probably looking away. Bro, I'd be doing everything <laughs> else in the world. You think I'm like this all the time? Like, no. Oh, no, I can see it. I can see but it. Also, looking. Drew, you're not getting a tattoo. I just, bro. Because I know how you are. Nah, I'm going to get a tat, bro. Let him get a tat, tat, bro. Yeah, he can have a tat, but he's not going to. I mm. know I know this man for almost 10 years. This man is just a certified capper. I'm, I'm going to so, get a tat. Hey, <laughs> yo. Tat, so bro. you just tell me he's number one procrastinator? <laughs> yes. Got you. Number one procrastinator? I won't, okay, I won't say procrastinator. No, I won't say procrastinator. Capper. Literally. Wow. Because, like, to me, capper is worse than procrastinator. That, 
I don't know, I but like it's like it's like how you look at it though. Like in what way do I cap, bro? You be like Drew, be like yeah, bro. We gonna do this. We gonna do that. Turn around. Yeah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> wait, wait. The, does he say this when I'm around too? Like, Yo, we're gonna go do. Nah, we ain't. Doing nah, that. I ain't never done that with you yet. <laughs> Yo, I feel like if Drew had like a female co-host, she would be roasting him right now, bro. What all the time? You know how girls are—they're quick to to have things lined up. That us, yeah. But we're gonna. Get we probably it. we probably should get a new female co-host. We used to have one, and then we had to kick her off. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Well, Tariq kicked her off. Was you trying to do the nasty? Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Nah, never, never that. Well, let's let's get back to our drinks, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Our mixture, our guess, which which flavor would you like? We uh, got passion fruit, pineapple, and guava. Hmm. Uh, I'll take the guava. guava. I'll try that out. You a bitch. Let me get, let Why? Because you wanted the guava. <laughs> Did you want the guava? I hate pineapple. Yeah. Really? It was between this and passion fruit. Why do you hate pineapple? Let let no. let the audience know why you hate pineapple. I hate pineapple because uh, people put it on pizza. <laughs> bro, nah, that's crazy. There. That's crazy, don't bro. I'm because sorry. when we were literally at your crib when he was there the Sunday before last, what's it called? You asked that same question, and you I literally turned around. I nah, I, I turned it. around and I said but to it you, does not belong on pizza. "I was like, I was like, yeah, I fuck with pineapple on pizza." And you dead ass the same way you looking at me right now. You <laughs> gave me that look, bro. <laughs> I tell you, you said, I tell everybody the same thing. You literally, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna eat it, but it shouldn't be there. Uh, Wait, oh so you'll God. actually, if it's on there, you'll still eat it? Okay. Bro, food, it, right? it, food is food, bro. Okay. I was raised with that mentality. You don't let food don't go really, to waste. You don't waste food. All right, well. Unless it's something that you're allergic to or that you guys don't really like, you know, that's gonna like bring up a gag reflex or something like anchovies. Then I gotta throw it away. Okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know how people put anchovies on pizza. This is salty as fuck. I could eat some. I'll eat Have them. you tried to eat a handful? Not a handful, but I'll eat like I've eaten one, like at a time, like sardines. No, sardines and and what's it called? They're two different so, things. Similar though. I'll I'll eat sardines, but I won't eat anchovies because anchovies is just. I don't think that's good. I don't think they're good. At- Not on pizza at all. That's a ruiner. Yeah. I mean, like pineapple, yes. Anchovies. Oh. You still on that? What? <laughs> you must be half Bro, nah, bro. That was literally on God, bro. My addiction to pineapple pizza started in my early years because my first birthdays from, I want to say, like, five to damn near eight, bro. I was going to fucking Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese, bro. <laughs> like, Chuck E. Cheese was all I fucking knew, bro. Like, dead ass. And ask my mother till this day. She you say Chuck E. Cheese, she'd be like, "Oh my God! Like, don't don't say that around this child, bro." Nah, I'm but, not a Chuck E. Cheese fan either. But I didn't grow up in the states going to Chuck E. Cheese like that. But uh, on another note, Corona. That us. Now I know why Drewski wanted it. But no, <laughs> hook them up, sponsor them. They're looking for sponsors on the show. There so you, Corona, go. reach out to us. There you go. Uh, let's get into our weekends, guys. Uh, RMX, how was your weekend? My weekend was. Amazing. Okay. Amazing. What'd you do? Uh, get to hang out with the weekends with the friends. You know, just normal stuff. Get to hang out with the family, go out, do a couple gigs, turn up at the clubs. 
you know, people throw a couple of dollars. Actually, we celebrated my girl's birthday on Friday. Okay. Went out to Boston to Lolita's yeah. uh, tequila bar. Okay. I was pretty dope. Nice concept. Short menu, though. I yeah. thought they would have had something a little bit longer. I was waiting for Tariq's food to be on the menu, but <laughs> I didn't look out. So that's that. I think they should, uh, Lolita's, reach out to us. You know, Tariq. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Tariq. <laughs> Make sure you reach out to him if you're looking for a chef. I heard y'all did uh, karaoke as well. She did karaoke. <laughs> so we went with the intentions of doing karaoke. She's probably going to correct me on this, but she asked me if I wanted to do karaoke. But when we got there, there was literally only like an hour and a half left before they closed. Mm -hmm. And they already had a, like a list of people. And uh, we were there towards, towards the end of the night. So if we had a little bit more time, then yeah, I would have gone up. I would have looked through a, the list of songs. But when we had gotten there, there was already people lined up to do their thing. And she wanted to go up there because that was her birthday wish. Mm -hmm. So we had to make it happen. I feel that. If you did karaoke, what song would you done? Um, honestly, I don't know because whenever I do karaoke, I'm honestly really, really drunk. Last time she uh, got me really... Really shit faced and made me do, I think Ja Rule. What's love? No, no. Uh, I think it's a. Uh, where would I would be without my baby? <laughs> where would I be without my baby? Yo, you oh was up there sloppy. I know you sloppy. were <laughs> sloppy, bro. I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't know how many drinks I had that night, but that's one of the few times I do karaoke, and mm. now you know why, because I'm. Shit face drunk. Okay. I'm dead. All right. But Drew's more than happy to do karaoke no matter what. Drew, have you done karaoke? I've never done karaoke I did, in my life. I did it one no? time. I did it one time. It's uh, thrilling, exciting, and nerve-breaking yeah. at the same time. For real? Uh -huh. I did. It, well, before the song starts, you know, they play a song, so you're just there holding the mic, and you stare out into your audience, and you're waiting for the drop to start the right. song yourself. Mm -hmm. But not only are you... You waiting for the song to start. The audience that's looking at you is waiting, waiting for you to start the song. And they're waiting. Basically, what it looks like, it's like if they're waiting for you to see if you're going to choke. So you're just there like. That's why you got to get drunk you know, as fuck and go up there. right? Exactly. The Not one, give a helps. fuck. The Definitely one time helps. we did, we did it at the uh, the arcade bar when they had it in the upstairs. And me and Nazir went up and we did sicko mode. But we, I was already lit. So you I know all the words to that. Hell yeah! Really? But so I I did Drake's part and I did Travis's part. So I went so I went up there. Like I said, son is and like you said, like you said, you just wait for the beat to drop. So I was like, yo, what's good, y'all? Yo, it's your boy Chef Tariq, this and that. Yo, follow us and this and that. So I just started doing it, and then the beat dropped. So I didn't have to worry about that part. But I went in like Drake's part. I went in going crazy. Yo, that was just started doing Travis's, and he was so drunk. He was like. Wait, wait, who's doing it? Nazim. He was like, ah. As if not the words. It was like, yo, what the hell's going on right now? But nah, it was it was funny as hell. Because that kid is a character. I gotta find that video and Jocelyn. I'm gonna hit Jocelyn up for that video and we'll post it because that video was hilarious. Bro, whenever that kid is sauced, bro, that shit is a fucking. That kid is a clown. Just pull out your phone. He's a good time, though. He's a good time. You can't hate on him. Let him do him. He's Bro, living. He is I know. hilarious. I know. Uh, Drew, how was your weekend? My weekend was crazy. Um, it was actually cool, but uh, James came out, and 
Yeah, what the hell? James, you came out and not, no one told me about it until four in the morning. James, James came out. Um, he pulled up because he hit me up earlier in the week and he was like, yo, like I'm, com- I'm coming up from Miami and I'm going to be out in your area. I'm going to be chilling in Kinderhook, but I'll drive out to you. <clears throat> so I was like, uh, OK. He was like, but I'm going to go to Norm's. I was like, all right. Didn't hear shit. Then what? Friday night. He hits me up and he's like, yo, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm chilling at the crib. Why, what's up? And he was just like, yo, this kid Norm is knocked out because this kid had, you know what's going on with him? I'll tell you. I'll tell you all off camera. But he had his situation going on at the crib. So he was like, yeah, bro, like, I'm going to come over there. And then I was like, all right, bet. So he pulled up with another kid named Johnny. Some He was super cool, though. Super cool kid. Yeah. (laughs) Another kid There's from Miami. Yeah, it's just so Florida said, boys and up here, bro. And they was they was cold as shit, bro. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> they was not ready for New England. Mm-hmm. So then we're sitting here chilling and everything like that. This is, no, they pulled up on Saturday. And then, because it was going into Sunday, that's why I didn't end up at the show. And um, we were all sitting here. It was like, I want to say 11 o'clock. And they're like, yo, bro, we've never been to Boston. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Next, and then they're like, so I'm like, what do you want to go to Boston? Uh, they're like, I mean, shit, we're up here anyway. We might as well go see it. And I'm like, bro, it's 11:30 at night. Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> y'all want to go to Boston? Like, all right, Man, whatever. That's the truth. So, yo, I I literally convinced them, bro. Like, I was like, yo, like, I'm not really trying to drive, and like, you want to make the journey anyway, so you might as well just keep pushing it. Like, fuck it, I'll get in the car with you. you feel me? So then your boy, your favorite friend Fritz joins the crew with his brother and we get in the car, bro. And we literally drive out to Boston and go to this fucking bar across the street from um, TD Arena and get fucked up, bro. And you know me, I don't fucking drink. So these niggas was just giving me shots on shots. And it was this nigga, James was just like, bro, it's just fucking Henny and Red Bull, bro. Like, just keep drinking it. You'll be up. You'll be up. Bruh, I was fucking yakking, bro, out the bar, <laughs> my nigga. I was literally yakking Yo. out the bar. And then, what, well, I hit you up like four in the morning. It was four in the morning. Bro, I we got back, bro. Like, first, no, after I was yakking, yo, we get back in the truck, right? And then I was just like, yo, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Everything was fucking spinning. Like, the world was spinning. I thought I was going to die in that backseat. No bullshit. Yo, how, how was they not, like, fucked up? Bro, because you know, they, Florida, I don't drinking when you're warm, bro. So. I don't drink like you could ask this kid, bro. This is the, the extent I'm going. So if you're buying rounds of shots and you're giving me fucking I drank three, what Red Bulls and Henny that night. And then on top of that, he's just buying rounds like James is just going around, just buying James, shots. James bro. is from like, Pennsylvania in New York. So James is no, oh, he's used to drinking. Yeah, cold. He's used to drinking. James, James is, and he's, he's like, oh, uh, yeah, bro. Like, I'm never out here. Like, come on, get fucked up. Yo, get when he said up. at first, when he started this story and he said James came out, I was like, hey, this story took a whole nother time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. I had to call it out. But when he, the way you said it, he was like, did you know James came out this weekend? I was hey, like, yo, Hey yo, whoa, 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 what kind of discussion are we having right now? But yo, so after that, right, these niggas are like, yo, like, let's go get something to eat. Let's go get something to eat, bro. I fucking threw out the trash, bro. I wanted to show y'all the receipt, dog. 
I was so fucked up, bro. We went to the diner. And I bought everybody food. <laughs> you, I feel bad for your bank I account. I paid for the meal, bro. And literally was fucked up. Four in the morning, that's when we were on our way back. Because we went to some 24-hour diner out there. And on right across the street, it's in Chinatown type shit. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know that one, right? So we went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there. I fucked with it, bro. I had fucking, I was sauced. You didn't go to the 24 hour uh, Chinese spot? Nah. You should have gone to that. I didn't even know they had one. Yeah, bro. Bro. Chinatown. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, That's how you know it. But but yeah, we was at the diner and I ordered fucking uh, chicken tenders and blueberry pancakes. That's how you know I was just on. Oh, so you was trying to eat chicken and waffles. I was, I I should have just ordered that shit, but like, I I got fucking chicken and pancakes. Yeah, like I was sauce, bro, with a Mountain Dew. Like, nigga, like you're just off the walls, bro. But anyway, so I literally didn't even finish it. I remember these niggas packing it up. And then, uh, yeah, four in the morning, that's when literally I hit you up. And I was just like, bro, I'm fucking sauced, bro. Like, I'm not even going to make it. I may or may not come. I read it in the morning. But like, we were, I woke up. I was fucked up, bro. Like, literally, my stomach was hurting bad. These niggas was on the couch, bro. One nigga was literally on the floor, just sprawled out with the fucking uh, cover. Just the other nigga that James brought, just all sprawled out on the floor. Uh, I got up, and then that's when I fucking went through my pockets the night uh, from the night before, and I saw that big ass receipt. It was a big ass receipt, bro. Wait, so they didn't? They weren't hung like, over at all the next day. Who? Those niggas? Yeah, they were still slumped. Like they were slumped on the ground. Like. <laughs> On the floor, like one was laying barely bare on the floor, no cover, no nothing. And Bro, another nigga was sprawled out I'm, on the couch. I'm just gonna say this for the people that don't know that people that are watching drinking in New England is different because you be warm inside and you're drinking, having a grand old time, and you don't feel lit at all, right? You're just having a ball. Bro, that's as soon as you fun. go outside in New England, that little New England cold air hits you. Yo, your whole life just flipped upside down. You get dizzy instantly. You get bro. When we nah, it was crazy though because we came out of the TD when we first were going into the bar. We came up the ramp and shit, and we came out the double doors and shit from uh, Hub Hall. And these niggas, it hit them. You know that wind from Boston hits your ass. And they were like, yo. And I was like, because when we were in the parking garage, they were like, yo, it's not that cold. And I'm shivering already. I'm skinny as fuck. So you know me. Like, I got the big ass snowboard North Face. And I'm still shivering on that shit. These niggas like, bro, it's not cold. It's not cold. You're bugging. You're bugging. I was like, all right, watch, watch. watch we went totally out that fucking- in between the buildings. <laughs> Bro, we that got it. we got outside. That shit hit his ass, bro. He said, "Yo," and I was like, "Yeah, welcome to Boston, bitch." <laughs> Yo, that shit was fucking hilarious, bro. But yeah, that shit was not fun. I spent like what? I dropped one sixty five, and niggas just didn't even throw me no cash app, no nothing. Bro. That's not like, bad. That's not. Bad. It's not bad, it's but not it's bad. just like, nigga, I'm not trying to pay. You wasn't expecting this, like. Nah, they wow. took advantage because you was lit, bro. I'm like, they, they knew what they was doing. They took it. Like juice pants. Juice pants. Thank God, yeah, bro. I just, I just want to get out I can order whatever I want. What? You lucky they didn't order two, three plates. Bro, the whole table was fucking crowded. You would have thought niggas had it. There was, what, five of us? Yeah, yeah but it always ends up like that because of no, all the sides. You know, like they put a tray for, for butter and all the water drinks. Yeah. It shit. takes it's up small. space. You been in there, Tariq? Nah. Oh. All right. It's why, type small in there. Why have to go there? 
Huh? I'd rather try Why? to go there. You do. It's it's pretty good. Like the sh- the shit was. Good. I dogged the food the next day. Thank <laughs> God I had my fucking to go box, and I remembered getting it out of this nigga's car before it was frozen solid. But yo, and that's another thing. This weather's been fucking ridiculous. Bro. Oh yeah, don't leave food in your car, ladies and gentlemen. Not in New England. And if it's not the summertime, spoiling your food, it's gonna be the wintertime freezing it. You can't even leave a, a bottle of Coke outside. Honestly, what? honestly, when it's when it's like cold and I know it is, I'll leave the food in the car. I'll be like, hey, it ain't gonna go bad. It's, it's gonna, gonna be cold. Spoil. It's, it's gonna, gonna be cold. Good. I'll be alright. Probably be colder than the refrigerator. <laughs> Yo, there's been a couple times I find things like frozen over. Really? In the it, whip? In my whip, bro. I seen the. I of course water bottles all the time mm-hmm. are just gonna be solid frozen. Frozen solid. I mean, solid. yeah, I've had brand new water bottles like split open. Like caps off mm. just from the cold weather. Because yeah. sometimes I'll That's just wild. leave a brand new one in my car. Not shit just blister Just for up. the next day. Like, yo, I'm going to just drink this later. Put it there. Come back the next day. Caps all popped off. Water's everywhere. Frozen. Bro, is it? Have you ever heard they say don't drink the water in like summertime? When yeah. You what is that about? I don't know. In your car? Yeah, I don't drink it. I heard it has it. to do with like the plastic the itself the plastic. leaching yeah. into your, your drinking water. Yeah, because the sun, the heat is like putting chemicals from the plastic into the water well, it's when it's up heating the it up plastic yeah. and it's leaching into the water yeah which so i like, heard that's the conspiracy behind that which uh, probably true. but it's like but it's like mm, how many people really get sick off of i mean you're also drinking hot water it's like how, is that really gonna taste good tea tastes good. tea is taste tea i mean tea is different that's flavored soup <laughs> tastes good that's that's hot water that's that's all. Now let's boil it. Let's get it down to it's, a science. It's called the mixing pot. Let's, nah, it, let's it get it down to a science. It's it water. <laughs> that's a different type of it's hot. It's H two O. A little bit of sodium. A little bit of achote. Achote. I'm dead. Um, but now nah, my weekend was pretty good. Uh, Red Lounge, of course. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I had a catering gig on Thursday for the Philharmonica Orchestra Group. Uh, so I did their catering gig, which was dope. I told you they they're finding so what they're doing right now they're finding a orchestra a conductor so they do like auditions for like a bunch of people and bring them in and stuff like that so they like practice and then it will stop and have a break and that's where like they'll have like the dinner and stuff. And I then, I think that's like the perfect job for a DJ. Are they hiring a conductor to be a yeah. conductor? Yeah, I can I can, I can I can finesse that. Hell yeah, a maestro. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, I look, think Drew can finesse it too. Look, go, look, go to the veterinary school because <laughs> look, they, <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that. <laughs> But no, literally, so like they like, and of course, literally, I got there, and like a lot of them like recognize me, know me from like the few times I've done it already. So they're like, "Oh yeah, you're the best one! I can't wait!" This and that, mm-hmm. literally, like so. And they, they, of course, they would love it and stuff like that. So that was good. And then, of course, for lounge, Lord of the Wings, we had 13 people this week. We had 10 people come on Sunday. I sold out of Wings on Sunday. For real? I like, literally sold out, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I had there was luckily one person. That came in at night and was like, "Yeah, we want the wings." I'm like, "Sorry, we sold out." And it was like, "What?" And jo- Lucky Joanna was like, "We like just sold out like two minutes before you guys walked in." Like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "That's a good thing." It though. Probably like like 15 minutes before, <laughs> but yeah, it's a good man. thing. It's a good thing like, though. It is a good thing. It it's always a good thing. And then when you buy like extra, and then people don't come in, you're like, "Well, damn, what the hell?" Mm-hmm. Now I got. More than I need right now, but no, nah, it was a good thing. I mean, at least I sold out, so it's like I feel like the the whole thing, the whole experience is starting to pick up a lot over there. It is. It's again, it's a sl- slow burn, but like it's like starting to pick things up, and it's like we're work- everyone's starting to work on like different things to really get things going. Like I'm trying to put in more events. Like February, we've had like a good five, six, seven things going on just in February. Uh, 
your girl's working on the cocktail menu. Like, we have everyone, like, actually pitching in to make sure we're really getting things off the ground. That's, so, that's, that's getting that's things back That was up. your plan, so bro. It so, it's it's really starting to really get going. So, that's and that's what I've already planned for this year. So, it's definitely working out. So, if competition is starting to, you know, pick up really more. A lot of people have been liking the wings and everything. Uh, the tacos have been a big success that uh, I did the chimichurri steak tacos. They've been loving those. Mm. So those are those in uh, the shrimp, the jerk shrimp tacos are going on the menu. Well, I guess it's a good thing I didn't come on Sunday because then I would have not had no wings. You would have tacos. No, you sold out of wings. Oh, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not going to go there <laughs> for, for tacos to go. I'm going to go to Red Lounge to eat me some wings. You like You're famous fire. for wings. No, you like the tacos too. Tacos yeah, do fire too. You, you famous for wings. <laughs> I'm, I can't take that away from you. I, yeah, the sliders is great. They're amazing. Yeah. The I, I'm telling you guys, go down there, try them. You're going to enjoy them. You're going to love them. Anything but off that menu, to be honest. Them wings. Is, the, wings the wings are fire. The wings are just fire. I'm sorry. The wings are very good. Very, very good. What's your favorite sauce? Uh, lemon pepper. Lemon I've pepper. always been a lemon pepper guy. The lemon, the driver. But the other day he did lemon pepper with a little bit of spice on top. <laughs> no, so this man came in. And he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna do the 12 piece. I want lemon pepper dry rub and the Cajun mix. The Cajun dry." I said, "Okay." He was like, "Oh, you made your own shit together." I said, "The RMX." <laughs> I said, Bro, "All right, taste of fire." But every time someone does like some like crazy creation, I do it for him and it comes out good. We're like, we gotta add it to the menu. I'm like. I'm like, nah, I can't do that, bro. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. But it came, but it was good. So it was good, bro. You should put that on like the secret menu, no bullshit. Secret menu. Niggas that come in and they know the secret menu. Well, you can menu. have it on make your own, make your own spices. <laughs> or choose your own spices. I think that would be good too. That would be crazy. So you have like your primary wings and then it's like make your own. Then people are, will have the and option you charge to, that, for that. That's when people start coming in talking about. Yeah, can I get pineapple this with- on my wings? <laughs> <laughs> can I get the pineapple with this and that? That'd be I'm me. Like, I, mean, I don't even have that. <laughs> pineapple salsa. <laughs> I seen that. I seen that. Pico. What, what was that place? There was a place that used to sell uh, like some kind of like mango uh, pineapple glaze mm. wings. That sounds fire though. Uh, that I think sound- it was Smoky Bones. Probably. Back in the day. Sounds oh, like it. Probably. That sounds fire, though. I might have to try that one. Really? Like pineapple mango? Pineapple I think it was, a, it was like a pineapple, uh, pineapple sauce. <laughs> and then really? like, uh, like a mango <laughs> dip. I think that's how it was, if I remember right. He wasn't fucking with it. Who, me? Yeah. I don't fuck with pineapple at all. <laughs> oh, fuck. Do you know what an upside down pineapple stands for? Look that up. That ass. That oh, ass. Look no, that, that up. Shit was crazy. Oh, I didn't know that we shit. We about to I go seen, down the rabbit hole. Bro, I oh, seen some God. shit on that, actually. The, the way you said that shit. Bro, there was a, a, a Reddit post, and I was just reading that shit. Because I'd be getting on Reddit rarely, but I'd be going on there just reading the threads. And they were saying, like, yeah, I was walking down the aisle getting some Tide Pods, and then I walked, turned around, and I seen this man, and he was just looking at me and kept smiling. And he had his pineapple. He had a pineapple in the baby carriage part of the shopping cart. And he kept staring at me as I was looking at my choice of Tide Pods or some shit. And as I looked at him and made eye contact, he then took the pineapple and turned it upside down in his cart and smiled and walked off. Here you go. That's a story for for another day. I said, 
Whoa, what that mean? <laughs> that, that mean that he about to do something to door, her door handle outside to her car, so she better call the cops ASAP. Oh, no. Bro, that shit is crazy. Yo, have you heard about all them kidnapping stories? How they setting up girls, like, they be putting things on their tires, like, so you go and, like, bend down, check something, then somebody come and snatch you up from behind. They be disabling, your like, your door handles and putting, like, needles and stuff. That makes, bro, that makes me scared for my girl, bro. <laughs> like, bro, there's so many stories. Like, like what? I'm I'm being serious. Like, my girl be putting me onto so many things that they're doing, like to kidnap like females nowadays. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all love crazy. the crazy. Y'all love the rabbit hole stuff too. Not it's not even rabbit hole. It comes up on the news, bro. <laughs> that is. True. That's not even rabbit hole stuff. I mean, yeah, I'm a conspiracist, but <laughs> that's not even a conspiracy. That's real deal things. It's up on the news. Yeah, females got to be careful out here. It's Very crazy. True. But uh no nah, yeah and then you said your girl's birthday was this week as well my girl's birthday was Monday so I went up to Boston and made some some breakfast for her. okay okay you know I did okay shit. make some, me look bad some shrimp, some shrimp and grits you know nothing okay. nothing crazy it was fire though I hate, <laughs> I hate you right now uh and then we literally drank mimosas and got drunk at like twelve o'clock in the afternoon I'm like why are we this lit right now we should not be yo matter of fact. Why didn't you go to Boston the next day, the following morning? Because I was too fucked up. No, no, no. I mean, like, why didn't you just postpone your trip to the following morning? Because it was impromptu. Remember, they pulled up and they were just like, yo, let's go to Boston. Where were they going the next day? They were leaving. Oh. <laughs> That's I got you. I thought they were here for like, oh, let me slip through, stay the weekend and then dip up. No, nah, they came up and then they dipped back down. They're chilling today in New York. Where they gotta fly back down to Miami to go work again because they do um catering like they private catering shit. I feel like Drew should have just been like got up the next day like put on his big boy pants like nah we about to go get lit again. Y'all wanted to do this, bro? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> I was hurting, bro. I was literally hurting. Nah, come on, Drew. I know you got it in you. You can handle that. They did it to you. You gotta you gotta and get that revenge me, the next day. They robbed me too. You should have made them <laughs> rob me too. You should have took them out to one of them brunches on a Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Get them mad lit, and then be like, "You're paying for that." Yeah, just be like, "Yo, <laughs> give me that check. Where's your car? Yo, hold that. Give me your wallet. <laughs> yo, yo, hold that real quick. I'll be <laughs> right back. No cab, and go to the bathroom. Just dip off. On well, you, street. you in your own state. Where no they cab. gonna go? That ass though. They just next gonna time, go outside. You know, next time I got some for that ass, James. <laughs> We're dead, but no, nah, yeah, we did breakfast, we did mimosas, and then uh, we, we went to Dave and Buster's, played some games. You know, I let her win because it's her birthday. Like, oh, you... I can't, I can't, you know, beat her. So, you know. You're so terrible. <laughs> and then we went, and then we went to dinner and stuff like that. You know, nice end of the night, and we had some cake at the house and everything. So it was a good night. Wait, wait, wait. I hope my girl don't win. watch this podcast because he's making me look awful. Wait, 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 wait. You let her win. I let her win. You know, I let her win. Cause why? Because it's her birthday, and it's like you know, what kind of what kind of person would I be if I just beat her at all the games? Like, bro, what? I don't give a fuck. I'm dunking on Kiana, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, honestly, she was cheating. So oh, that's wow. literally what it was. The freaking axe throwing game was cheating. It. She literally threw it under the bullseye. It said bullseye, sixteen points. I threw it at the bullseye and hit it. It said twelve points. Damn, it's because I said oh, this game is selling me right now. <laughs> I said this game is selling. It sounds like he's butthurt that you lost. No cap. I think I that you didn't win. let her I, win. I, let, I, I think, think you actually lost. No, I let her win. Okay. Mm. 
I let her win in the games that Dave and Buster's let her win because they said it's her birthday. So is this like one of the the shows on TV? So we can call up somebody on the end, and be like, yo, I want to phone, phone, phone a friend. Phone a friend. Can I phone a friend? I want to confirm a story. That ass. Not as no cameras. Sorry. <laughs> we don't. But we got a witness, yo. Hold nah. on. You got your phone right there. Nah, it's good. Let's call, <laughs> let's call the homie up. Let's find out this story. Nah. Well, you got to say it exactly how you said it on the air. No. I let I, her I, win. I let her win. It's okay. Tiana, you won. Happy birthday. Yo, y'all ever used to watch a show called Cash Cab? Yes. Yes. Nigga, you said You used to niggas. ask the questions in the cab. Ask the question and get niggas. some money. That's how I know yeah. y'all smart. Get some y'all money. some smart. Yeah, cash Cab. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was good. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind winning some money right now. Remember the street shout out? You could ask a random nigga <laughs> on the street. You didn't know, bro. <laughs> And they'd fuck up all your friends, bro. I'd chase that nigga down, bro. Oh, my God. You lose all your money. Freaking dead. But, yeah, and then also, you know, we watched some playoff football this week. You know, we had a lot of great games. And speaking of that, Drewski, you had your divisional round predictions. Oh, let's fucking go. I know I won all my shit. You think you won every single one? Bitch, let's go, nigga. Oh, he's ready for it. So, last few weeks, Drew's been making his prediction for the playoffs and stuff for NFL. You been betting against Hell yeah. Oh, all right. Last week, he went three for six. Wasn't a great week, but this week. It's 57. That's 50%. It's 50%, baby. What's the percentage? Cup half full, baby. So... So you were you ready? Yeah. So you had the Ravens over the Texans. No, what was my percentage? No, we're gonna go through every game. <laughs> All right. So he had the Ravens over who? Over the Texans. Ravens right, got so it. That's Ravens, one. Ravens won. I know. I Ravens know. Won. All right. And Stop playing. Trust, big trust. Then you had the Packers over the 49ers. Packers got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> they lost by three. God uh, damn it! So, so you want to know? One and one. You're All one right. One let's right go. Now. Let's go. Then you had the Lions over the Bucks. You got that one. Let's go. All right. They Let's won by go. eight points on Sunday. Let's go. And ready? And you have the Bills over the Chiefs. Bills. You lost. Damn. 2-2? Two, two? Damn. That's 50%. You're back that's to, it. No, you're so, back to zero. That zero's out. Yeah. You're, that's So you were three for six last week. That's five. And now he's two for four this week? Yeah. You're five of ten. You're at 50%, buddy. Drewski, don't go down the swing river. They're gonna get you for all your money, <laughs> bro. I don't gamble, bro. I don't bet. I, I can see why. Bro, <laughs> I, I can see why. why. The first time ever, he even witnessed it. The first time I ever gambled, bro. I threw that shit down, bro. They swiped that shit for me, he and threw I it down bro, that hard. No. like I'm gonna win this. No, so we no. It was off the, it was off college. The table. It was Go college. Was like, Y'all lose so fast. No cap. Literally, that's how it was. It was college. Down. We had a party. We was playing dice. We was playing uh, craps and stuff. <laughs> My boy, Bo- our boy Bookie. Shout out to Bookie. Bookie. Bookie don't play. This man came down. No, bro, no. fresh hand. And she goes, "Yo, twenty right here." This man rolled it. Lost. Bookie said, "Thank you." And he said. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. I, he was like, yo, let me re-roll. Let me re-roll. Yeah, I was like, already, my hand wasn't hot. He was like, bro, no, you He was like, I, I accidentally hit the, bro, I said one of the dice on the doorknob. I said I'm never playing that shit again, bro. <laughs> bro, you got to be nice with the roll. Bro, bro. Drew. Would you roll? Bro, I don't even remember like what 12. I rolled, but it was, it was like a 12. 12? Yeah, you know, first roll, 12 is bad. Because, see, you got to get 7-11 yeah. to win the first roll, and then whatever number you get after. But it's always get... hard to get 7-11 on the first roll. Yeah, but Drew. Drewski just he just wasn't it. Else, man. But a twelve. Six and six. 
No. No. Well, it's, it's when like, you're it's when like, you're playing, um, I don't even know how to play. That's how I got robbed. When you're rolling dice, it's three dice. I don't even no, know. It was two. You play? You guys play with two? Yeah. I remember yeah, we was playing seven, with two. So seven or eleven? Seven again. They didn't grow up in a real neighborhood. <laughs> we played with someone from from some DC, Baltimore. So. Yeah, some, <laughs> some DMV shit. We was playing the DMV version. I grew up on the block. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drewski, you ready to make your uh, your conference championship pick? Fuck that shit. <laughs> we got two games this week. We have the Baltimore Ravens versus the Kansas City Chiefs. God damn it. The line is, I think, four. The Lions and what? The 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 Oh the Lions are playing the, the Lions the 49ers? versus 49ers. The uh so it's four four point spread right now for the Ravens. Uh, I wanna phone a friend. Home. You gotta phone a friend. Okay. Okay, RMX. RMX. Ravens 49ers going to the school Yeah. You, you gonna take the Ravens? It's already been predicted. It's on the news. Ravens, y'all, yeah, you gonna listen to this? They script? already put out I'm locking the, it in. They already put out the colors <laughs> for the Super Bowl. I'm locking so it you in. Gonna, you gonna listen to the script, bro? I'm being serious. They announced it by I, mistake I, on the we, news. We know, but just because they put on did the they news really? don't mean nothing. You're not bullshitting. No, 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 I'm not. No, they, no, they did. That's what they did. That and it was like everyone's like, see, the script is out. The script is out. But it's like, yeah, because they um, they still gotta play the game. And we'll see what happens. So what ended up happening is um, they was on a news channel. They were uh, like seeing like um, a prediction, mm-hmm. and right under the prediction, it was like, um, "Oh, the prediction comes out February fifth um, during the Super Bowl commercial between the the Ravens versus the Forty Niners." <laughs> so they somebody accidentally typed it mm-hmm. on the on the news channel at the bottom of the screen as like an additional comment. So now it's everywhere. Why is it? So everyone was thinking like it's a. So the, what do you mean? That's free money this weekend, bro. They, they, That's why I told my girl. I was like, yo, <laughs> if they put it out, I'm just gonna bet on. That's brand what's up there, up I, I just bet on the win. No cap. Not, not even over or under. Nothing. Just they gonna bet win. So you got the Ravens. Ravens, log Locking it in. Front in front. Okay. Ra- Ravens versus the Chiefs, right? Ravens all day, baby. Okay. I'm a Baltimore Raven. Yeah, why? Because Joe Flacco? No, he's not even there anymore. Okay, you remembered. You remembered. Uh, and then Lion 49ers? <laughs> yeah, because of Megatron. It's like, no. <laughs> right behind his hand, they announced the performances, and they announced where it's going to be in the Super Bowl. Niggas idiots, bro. <laughs> Somebody probably did it on purpose, though. They, Do you really think there's a script behind all this shit, though? Bro, it's scripted. I don't think so. There you go. That's crazy. February 11th. When's the Super Bowl? February 11th. Well, the the who's, dates the dates always been out. Who's performing? It's Look Usher. up the huh? Uh, Usher. The halftime show. Oh, well, they they didn't. No one knew about like Post Malone or nothing like that, but like. Now, if you look it up, they though, really and, it, and you can really confirm it. All they you have really to do is exposed. go online and be like, yo, is Post Malone performing during the Super Bowl? Is the other person performing? They already So you're fact-checking. Yeah. You can use that to fact-check. Yeah. No, I don't think it's scripted. Now, I'm sure there's things that they were trying to want to happen, like in league office and stuff. What about homeboy that got uh, fired in the NBA uh, like 10 years ago? 
Oh, that was. Oh, that man was point shaving. Yeah, that that's not script. That man was just straight cheating and was giving out the the secrets. He was literally like, "Oh, you need you need, you need Denver, the outcome. You need Denver cover. I got you. I'm working that nah, game him, anyway." Him and his peoples. It was like, "All right, we know the outcome because mm-hmm. we're gonna set it up this way." So it was not, scripted. Not no. So the NBA did you, did might, not, the, might not have scripted it themselves, but somebody scripted it. Did you, it was did like, you Yo, watch, hit him on that foul. Hit him on this. Hit him on so that. So did you did you watch the documentary? On Netflix, Mm-mm. what is it? What's it called? It's uh, untold, it untold story, untold stories. It's a Tim something, but basically, it's not that it's scripted, but it's more of, it's the bookies like, all right, we need this, we need this to cover. So he'd be like, okay, I got you. So he would literally like, if they know they need like five points, we'll make sure follow we'll make, we'll send make, them to the line. Uh, he, but he's not telling the players. He's calling fouls or he's doing things that's like. What the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, the players like, are just nah. like, yo, I don't follow. I, didn't, I, didn't I saw it. There was one game where, so AI likes to, like, carry and pick the ball up. Like, everyone normally does. Oh, but, yeah, I saw that clip. And he and he knows, like, oh, AI, there's a ref that, like, doesn't like AI. but And he worked that game. So he said, and he knew the spread or whatever. He literally called a carrier on AI every single time he did it. And AI was like, how many times are you going to call? He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I know what you're doing. Like, how many times is this going to keep going on? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And it literally happened every, the whole entire game. So it's like he was playing. He planned that one. But it's not. Again, I don't think it's scripted because, look, you can say, oh, if we want the Ravens and 49ers to play this week to go to the Super Bowl. But what happens if someone gets hurt? All right. So what happens, what happens if, if, if they're just in the field, right? They're training camp and they're just practicing the same plays over and over. I mean, like, oh, we know what, how the other team's going to play. All we have to do is play this. That's you need too much to happen for like, like you're like you're gonna say the play information, general public information. Because you can look up all the plays, not all of them. Because you can because every week you go in and add trick plays, you go in and add different things, different schemes out depend on what players are doing. So then you got to say, okay, we know Lamar's gonna run to the left. Okay, run to the left, but Lamar's gonna be like, huffs, got you. We going to the right. So now all of a sudden you're screwing things up and like. Yes, things look crazy, and like the refs look like a lot of things that they're doing looks looks wild. But you need a lot to still happen, make sure the outcome comes correct. Because no one wants the Chiefs to win, but all of a sudden the Chiefs are in the conference championship again. Why? Because Josh Allen makes a crazy play. Are, like, are, if if it's scripted, you really gonna tell me the script writers really want Buffalo to lose again? Yeah, because they're not generating money for the franchise. Yeah, they are. Buffalo. This year or before? Look at Buffalo's this, this year. Buffalo's numbers. Look at their projectability across the board for the last ten years compared to any other team. Are they putting up the same amount of money that I'm any sure. other football team like the Patriots will put up? I'm sure they are. I'm if we're both we're talking about this year. I'm sure Buffalo is a lot higher than normal. It is so well, higher um, than normal, but it's not out being every other franchise that's. Doing numbers, but again, it, Detroit. I'm not. You want Buffalo or Detroit? Buffalo. I'd rather see. Really? Again, I. I don't think it's. I don't think it's scripted. There's too much. There's too many pro- probabilities that would have to fall in line for everything to go correctly. So you're not. So you're saying I shouldn't bet. Is what you're I s- I say you shouldn't bet because you're just not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I think I think there are things that 
that you should you. do in life that are more secure. <laughs> but I think more th- I think there's things that's like, yeah, you can. We can say that's gonna happen because it probably will. But there's outcomes that's like, you would literally have to like time it perfectly and stuff like that. So what if somebody came out now and said uh, the point spread's gonna be such and such, and they got it right? That's all probability, though. That's luck. It's probability. That's luck. Because I could say the score is going to be 27 20. And if it comes out right, it's a what? It's a all right, so somebody comes out, they make a prediction like that, and they bring you a script with the NFL's logo and, and all the information that you need. Well, also now it's a. Today, For plays. Today's day, anybody can make a. Nice copy and put the NFL on it. I hate non-conspiracists. <laughs> they always find a loophole for everything. Yes. Because it's like, because again, you can do the same thing. You're like, all right, the, well, someone's gonna come from the NFL office with a nice sheet of paper, logo, the the commissioner's signature on it. You're telling me an AI generator can't do that right now? I mean, technically, they it's, couldn't. So again. As, mu- as, as much as you, you want to think it's scripted, I, we can go back and forth and saying there's a lot of things that still has to happen for, that to, for it to be like that. Matter of fact, who has that new uh, AI thing? I don't. That I don't new AI app on their phone. I don't use it. Nah, nah, I don't fuck with AI. <laughs> <laughs> you scared of Terminator? Hell yeah, bro. What the <laughs> fuck? Judgment Day had me shook to the core. Which one? The one that turns to liquid? Hey, bro, what? <laughs> Yo, that shit was OD. What was the one where Shorty was uh, having the dream? Remember, she was having the dream, and she was in the uh, she was on the fence, and she seen the explosion and everything, and like she literally blew. You don't remember that scene? In I'm trying to remember. I've never watched it. Where was it? Was Sarah Connor, and what? she was like, <laughs> "This nigga said what?" He said, "Never watch Terminator." Oh yeah, nah, you're a wildin, bro. Terminator used to have me shook when I was younger. How you not watch this? I've never got to it. We never, we never watched it. We never. What, got, what you mean you never got to it? My dad put on uh, Bruce Lee when we were kids. Did we watch Terminator? It all seemed like but, Enter but the Dragon. Terminator is like Hell right yeah. after Bruce Lee. Wait, 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 which which Bruce Lee were you watching? I was watching any any kind. We was watching the karate movies when we were younger. Because I was watching Friday, Bruce Lee Friday, and I was watching Friday Friday, Friday nights. My, all that Friday nights we had five Deli Venom on. Like we, we watching the good. We was watching other stuff. We didn't watch it. How you know? <laughs> You know what's Terminator though? Yeah, Terminator was a that's good series. Crazy. I never watched Terminator. You gotta that's go home like, and watch the first that's one. That's a least. staple. I'll, I'll that make, is I, a I'll make, staple. Some, some, sometime I'll make it a point to watch Terminators. Bro, not not make it a point. You better go watch this thing. This I, is like I got culture. culture. I got other things I got like watch. thirty years plus now. <laughs> Bro, that that holds big significance. Yeah. No, them shits is like forty years old. Actually, that's forty. But isn't it like ten nah. movies now? No, it's um, not 40. It's a, it came out in the 90s. No, 90s. it came out in the late, early 90s. Yeah. Early 90s. Early, like, nine, nine, the first one came out, like, 90, I think. 1990, probably. Uh, Judgment Day definitely came out, like, 92 or some shit. Hold on. Let me look this up. Terminator was 84. God damn. Damn. I told you that shit, 40 years plus? <laughs> Damn, and the graphics were like that? The second one came out when? 91. 91? I told you one of them came out like 90. God damn. Oh, that's a day after my birthday. That's it crazy. It sure is. Wait, you born July 2nd? Yeah. I'm born July 8th. Really? Yeah. Gang, nigga. It's cancer season out That's here. gang, nigga. That's why we link. 
That's gang, nigga. I'm Leo. <laughs> Judgment Day. Theme Judgment Day. Day is the best one, though. No bullshit. God damn, 84? Shit! Damn, why are they all coming out on our birthdays? Oh, they you know what other? July. You know what other uh, movie series always dropped around my birthday? Spi- all the original Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Like Spider, um, the one with Tobey Maguire and That's shit. because if you think about it, back in the day, people used to go to the movies in the summertime. summertime. That's because you couldn't you go to the movies in the, in the wintertime because the movies in the wintertime back in the Nobody day Nobody was fucking with it. Yeah, that ass. And everybody was sitting in their whip, yep. Everybody said no whip. How you going to watch a movie with no heater in your car? No cap. <laughs> No cap though. Freezing in there, like, yeah, let's go watch the Spider Man movie. Your radio don't even turn on. No, no, that's right. Remember, uh, another thing I peeped about the movies, I know it's probably obvious, but I thought it was pretty cool because I really, like, paid attention to it this year was how around, like, the fall time, that's the peak of all the horror movies that they came out with for the year bro they just all that's when all the trailers drop that's when they all debut and shit like that around oh, like, halloween yeah exactly around all that yeah halloween i missed that shit. they don't do that no more bro that they actually did it this nah it was the year before because that's when they came out with like evil dead rise and all that crazy shit but yeah yeah man yeah but all right that's our prediction for the, well that's your prediction for the bull uh but now we gotta get into our guests RMX. RMX. What's up, guys? <laughs> Let's talk to our guest, Drewski. <laughs> um, what do you want to ask me? What do you want to know? What do you want to do? I'm not exercising. I'm not getting sweaty. Why are you DJ? Why am I a DJ? Why are you a DJ? Um, what did he first say? Why are you DJing? Is that what he said? Why are you a DJ? Why am I a DJ? Um, honestly, <laughs> I really, really love music. Yeah. I don't know how to put it any other way. I mean, um, you could ask my brother. Obviously, you guys are friends. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> our mom got us into music programs um, as soon as we basically got off the boat in America. And I never left the music program. That's and what's up. I, so, you, so, it, so originally, you wasn't even from here. No, oh. uh, six years old. My mom, I think, signed up six or seven years old. She signed us up to play violin in elementary school. I am my nigga, bro. My so uh, my brother, don't too. let him play you. I played my violin. He can play too. the violin. Violin is lit, bro. I like it string. Is lit. What can't Jefferson do? <laughs> um, actually, uh, and me and my brother, we were. Multi-talented. Really multi-talented people. Jeff- Jefferson, there's a lot of things Jefferson could do. <laughs> a lot of things I've taught him to do. Uh, t- I can believe that, too. You're the oldest, right? No. That's crazy. We have an older sister. She's actually, we're all um, one year apart. Mm. A couple months over or under, depending on whose birthday. But Okay. Um, my sister's born in June. Um, then I'm born the year after in July, and then my brother's born the year after in November. That's crazy. So there's literally, I think, a uh, 13-month difference between me and my sister, okay. and a uh, 16-month difference between, between me, me and, and my brother. And y'all was playing the violin at six, six, at six years old? Yeah, because uh, we did that, and uh, the reason we're so comfortable with being on stage is because my mom had us in a lot of like programs. Um, when we were growing up, things life was tough. 
And your parents needed to go to work and they didn't have a babysitter, so they did the best thing that they could and signed you up for a bunch of things after school to keep you busy long enough for them to try and get someone yeah. to pick you up or for them to get out of work and pick you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember back in the day, even nowadays, you still got people doing that. Like, yo, let me finesse the system somehow. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, she signed us up for that. We somehow, she signed us up to do theater. Uh, she has like pictures of us doing, I think the Pirates of Panzans, some kind of like French theater play. Mm. And that's all in elementary school. And then it just carried out like, um, I'm pretty sure my brother played instruments in middle school too. Because I was still, I actually transitioned from playing the string instruments over to doing wind instruments. Okay. So I learned how to play the trumpet in middle school. And then in high school, I was playing the the piano, the guitar, the drums. And I had a, a really good teacher. I, I don't think he works for them anymore. His name was uh, Mr. Fitzgerald. He was my music teacher. He actually uh, helped me out a lot with uh, reading and writing music. So I can actually compose. That's what's up. Damn, you. That's a talent. You, you really should be a conductor. <laughs> I told you. Damn. You thought I was joking. Damn. That's, that's pretty... what's up. So yeah. when was the, when was the, like the first time like you actually started doing like like DJing? Like when did you like actually get like tables and stuff like that and actually learn how to like mix and stuff? So um, I would I want to say around um, I was probably fourteen or fifteen years old. I was already in high school. Okay. Um, I can't tell you it happened before high school because. Uh, DJing um, in high school is when it kind of became a thing for a lot of people. You know, like, uh, you saw the DJ in the background, like MTV or uh, BET or something like that. So that's where it kind of, like, really sparked. And then, um, obviously, like, listening to the radio when we were growing up, um, they used to have DJs on the radio actually doing things. So it kind of sparked from there, plus being an inner-city kid... And having to take the bus home, the city bus home, and walking past an actual place that sold records and vinyl and turntables and things like that at that age, that's actually what really got me into that. Um, At that age, I couldn't even afford a set of turntables. Turntables for me at that age were crazy expensive. I could just imagine for people like now, it's always been uh, an expensive thing to get into. Um, and luckily at that time they had a place where they let you literally walk off the streets, ask some questions and mess around with their equipment. As long as you didn't break it, you could try out stuff. And that's kind of where it came from. 14, 15 years old. I walked into a place, uh, downtown that used to be called, I want to say it was, it wasn't the vinyl shop. Uh, there used to be another place called the record store downtown. And that's where it actually came from. And then I happened to know a couple people. They gave me a shot at a couple clubs really young on and just kind of stuck from there. You used to watch MTV Gems? Actually, yeah. And uh, did you ever watch BET Uncut? Yeah, like late, late night? My nigga, bro. Hey, you remember when uh, <laughs> when Nelly dropped that song, Tip Drill? Bro, what? Crazy times. I used to... That's crazy though how you um your origins for your like musical background comes from like just your mom putting you in the extracurricular activities and just it sprouted from there pretty much because it's like sometimes I like to think back even with my own personal life like what if your mom didn't put you in that shit like what would you yeah. have been doing Bro, you know what I mean like yeah. look 
I can only say that uh, we didn't live in the best of neighborhoods at times. So I could just imagine if I wasn't involved in some of the things that I was involved in when I was little. Because obviously, you know, like growing up, not everybody comes from the best of circumstances. So mm-hmm. just imagine if you're already not in the best of circumstances, just hanging out instead of going to school. You know, things are always going to take a turn for the worse. You're in a situation where you, you're not supposed to be at a young age. Now, did you, like you said, like you like ask people on the streets like what to do and like use some of their equipment just to play around with it. But like, did you have like any DJs that kind of like taught you the way? Did you have any mentors or like? Oh man, I've had a lot of people along the way. Uh, DJ Flip Mercedes, awesome dude. Um, DJ Cabeza, Bentley, he's an awesome, awesome guy. And not really a, um, he's never really mentored me or anything like that, but we just had that um, kind of like DJ brotherly love. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us DJs, we, we stand with each other and we really vibe with each other. And, you know, we uh, we out here to help each other. And there's a lot of DJs out here. Um, another one, DJ Travieso, uh, DJ Mambo, uh, DJ Riggs. He was a big part in uh, actually me coming back into DJing after college. Because a lot of people didn't don't know, like, uh, when I went to college, I actually had to stop DJing because there was no way for me to be in school full-time, hold down a job, and DJ, like, back-to-back-to-back. Yeah, to back to back. So I had to let something go. But once I came back from college, um, he helped me get back into the game, and he actually um, helped me get into, like, a, a set of equipment to get back out there, and he helped me get into, like, my first gigs back into the scene. That's what's up. There's people like that that you need in life that will really help you get to where you need to be. Yeah, I'm truly really, need to be. You know, I'm I mean? really, really grateful to him for for all the things he's done. He's actually opened up a lot of doors and helped me in any way that he could, between like uh, music advice, uh, playing advice, techniques, music sharing. He's actually done a lot. Go. Shout out to him. Who is that? Shout DJ Riggs. DJ Riggs. Shout out DJ Riggs. I've seen him at uh, Red one time during a DJ battle. He's cool. What? I just seen him. I didn't like meet him or anything. But I mean, he was, music he was playing was was good. So I mean, I was he wasn't bad. He knows his shit. He's an older DJ. Um, into he he does basically everything. He does new new school, old school. But he's more like into like older salsa and uh, like more like of a dance environment. Mm-hmm. Not really into like hip hop and ratchetness, you know, like us, this new generation. Yep. Mm-hmm. We love dollars in the air. That us. Do you have a preference of like genre? I actually don't. I don't have a preference of genre. To me, um, music is vibrational. So it's not really um, how music sounds or what the lyrics are. It's more like whether I can really vibe with it, like. Like, how does this really, like, interact with my own vibration? Like, like some some records just instantly hit you and, you know, like, oh, like, this is fire. Like, I really, like, bang with this record. Or, yeah. like, you hear something and be like, yeah, it's good, but it's not there. It doesn't really link. So I don't really know how to, like, explain it. It's just kind of like a feeling thing. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's crazy. What was your first hands-on, like, experience with turntables and how how was that 
Like, did you did you start? I know you're not old, old. You're like you're cool, old. You feel me? So like, <laughs> oh, wow. you didn't start off with like fucking like Steve's time bringing records and vinyls and carrying that shit. I know you had your little digital cassette tapes and when I was uh, when I was fourteen, first on the was, scene, it was bringing crates and and vinyls and shit. Yeah, that I lived through that through. And luckily, I didn't have to, like, go through it, like, consistently. You was born in the 80s? Yeah. I'm an 80s baby. How? 86? 86. Damn. That's what's up. Damn. <laughs> but that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> we looking young out here. We don't age with who. That's crazy, though, because you deadass could pass for, like, yo, him and Cam, bro. Like, I don't know what it is, bro. Like, y'all, y'all are older per- people, but you look young as fuck and, like, blend in casually with us bro like that should be imposterizing like that should be crazy yo don't bro. be blowing up my secret i'm like not that, i'm bro. not bro but y'all y'all like killing babies and rubbing their blood or on your skin not honestly shit. honestly it's all just good times bro just you know don't having stress, good right? people no stress like uh thankfully um my life with djing and like working and things like that um haven't been really like stressful like that um, so I've always gotten to like, enjoy a good life. Like, mm-hmm. uh, obviously like me and you were talking earlier, um, off camera about like jobs I've had and, uh, things I've had to do to juggle, but it's not, hasn't ever been really like a, like, Hey, I'm struggling. Like, ah, I don't want to go to work. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, I get to chill and bullshit. And that as long as you live that environment where you're having fun with all your, all your friends all the time, you don't really Nothing really happens to you. Yeah. And if you take care of yourself, you know, you. I don't even work out, to be honest with you. I haven't worked out. I haven't seen a gym in five years, six mm-hmm. years. I don't even try to go to the gym. For what? To us. I could drink Corona Refrescas all day and not get fat. Like, you have that fast metabolism? My nigga, my nigga, bro. Like, what's going on? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm like the perfect alien species. No cap. <laughs> Nah, someone said I have a ectoplasm body type or some shit. I was like, oh, what they, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, they definitely called you an alien body. I said, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? They were like, bro, like you can literally eat anything and like not gain a pound. And I was like, I mean, yeah, but like, it's just kind of like why you call it like lifestyle. ectoplasm? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> but yeah, side note. That's a really good thing, though. A lot of people take it for granted, but as you get older, you enjoy it. That us. You can go to town on uh, Tariq's food, bro. Enjoy Me it. Cap. Be chilling, bro. Be chilling. Uh, what what's your thoughts on like a lot of the DJ? Oh, what's what is the what is the state of like DJing right now with like being in the clubs, being with like dealing with the promoters, and like just working with other DJs right now? I mean, um, working in the clubs, it's not really. Uh, how can I say this? Working with other DJs isn't, isn't really like stressful or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Not unless you have like some kind of beef where you don't personally like someone or somebody mm-hmm. doesn't personally like you. Um, working for promoters, everybody has their own promoters who they like to like choose and work with. Obviously, some people are more popular with other promoters than others. But it's really about um, having your foothold in the game. Like if you have your own popularity, you have your own people and you're able to to bring your own people and, you know, you're able to work. Obviously, being a good musician is on top of that, always key. Because you can't be like, yeah, I could bring a crowd and then you're just terrible. I mean, unless everybody's drunk and not paying attention to what's going on, yeah. then 
you know, everyone's going to have a good night. But when it, when it comes down to it, I mean, you have to be a decent DJ to be booked by people. That's facts. No one's going to book a, D, a DJ that... An unknown DJ. Well, that's one thing. You have to get known. So, you know, you have to make your rounds. You have to start hitting clubs. You have to start getting bookings, start building, you know, a little bit of following, talk to certain clubs, start opening up for certain people. It takes a little bit of work. It takes a little bit of energy. It takes a little bit of time. Yeah. But, you know, where everything comes progress. As long as you work hard and you do what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, don't burn bridges with people. Obviously, uh, you know, the, every, any any game that you're in, there's always going to be trying. There's always going to be someone who's going to try and slide on you. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that you keep your eyes open and be wary for that, too. Cause who's trying to slide on you, RMX? Nah, nah, nah. I can't bust out no names in here, but I got a little. I got a little list. You let me know, bro. <laughs> don't handle that, <laughs> bro. You know we ride. No cap. But I don't let stuff like that. I mean, you can't even let things like that lay really get to you. Exactly. You, know, you can't hold. You know, there's. But why? Are, why are niggas hating on RMX? Like, what's good with you, bro? You're gonna have to deal with the podcast if 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 that's how you feeling, bro. Like. I hope you're not in no scary beef, bro. <laughs> it's like no. Nah. But um have you ever been booed? Um no, I actually no, I've never been booed, but there's always and I and I don't want to say I'm the only one because I know it's happened to other people, but there's always that one person who comes up to you in the crowd and they want you to play a song. It just happens to be the wrong time to play that song. And there's usually, you know, like a tough time to transition into that song. Okay. So you can't really like just like cut the music, play the song to just make this person happy. So you try to work in that song and sometimes it's not, it doesn't happen. And that one person will get mad at you and be like, oh, you suck or like, boo, Mm -hmm. or they they get tight. Like, you should go home. I've had somebody tell me like, oh, you're a terrible DJ. You don't play my song. You should go home. And I just be like, I'm like, are you paying me tonight? I just no? be like you. Oh, yeah. You're right, but if I go home, then there's no DJ. Then they just look at me. I just be like, <laughs> should I pack up? You want me to call the owner? I, I start asking questions. I be like, I could be a customer too. That I, I could be a customer too. <laughs> like what the fuck? What do you Bro, want? I'm I'm there to do my job, and I'm trying to do my job to the best of my skill. Yeah. You know, if there's there's things in life that you can't control, and being a DJ. That's kind of like one thing that you can't really control because as as a DJ, you play for the crowd, for the mm-hmm. crowd of people that are there. So you're playing to make sure that they're having a good time and they're enjoying their night and they're drinking and spending money. But if you don't go and do that, no, it's just, what are you doing? Yeah. Can um, I hold me? It is. I forgot to do something on my phone today, but I'll do it after. <laughs> Wait, uh, how the conversation go that way? <laughs> uh, do you like taking requests away from people? As a DJ, I feel like you got to, right? Um, you don't have to, but I mean, you don't have to. I mean, I've seen DJs that um, this goes back to what we were talking about: how DJing is not perfect. That they play sets, so they're like, they won't take requests at all. They're like, no, they already come with a pre-recorded set. Everything's already set up. They know song by song what they're gonna play. That's ass. There's there's a couple of DJs that that do it. I, I mean, see, like, but who doesn't want to with a set? In oh this, yeah, yeah. I see, really? I seen it plenty of times. I mean, like, who doesn't want an interactive DJ though? You feel me? Like, I'm there's, trying to get my girl wet over here. Feel me? Like, play some. But that's what. Play some that's slow why jams. I think like play some mo jams. Hey yo, what the 
I, that's why I think like if you're the type of DJ that can take a request, um, you're a better DJ because mm-hmm. you can take that request, and if it works well, you can work it in. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there's situations like we were talking before where someone requests a song and it just doesn't work. That's like saying you're in the middle of a of a hip hop club, right? And we're dropping just fire bangers, like 2023, 2024 bangers. And somebody comes up to you in the middle of the club. Yo, can you play me a single salsa? What are you going to do? You can't just stop dropping bangers to drop a salsa. You know, you have to work it in. So you have to be like, all right, let's say this song that we're playing is like really fast. A lot of people don't have a conception for like BPMs. So they don't know what, what it is. But it's basically like the speed of a song. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say you're, you have a song, right? And this song is playing and it's like a car. You're driving this car on the highway and this car is doing 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Now, the next song that you're playing is going to be another car. Let's say that car is doing 50 miles an hour. How is the 50 mile an hour car going to catch up to the car doing 100 miles an hour? That's the best example I could give you. So a lot of people that come to the clubs and they'll ask the DJ to play a song... They have no conception of how song that how fast that song actually plays and how it's gonna work with another song. If the beat actually works, if you can get the tempos to match, if you can get the uh, the pitch to match, if do you have to cut the bass on one? Do you have to turn up the treble and the high on another one? Do you have to make a beat loop? Do you have to make an introduction? This is all stuff that DJs have to do on the fly constantly mm-hmm. to make a song work for someone else. So that's why if you're a DJ that can take a song on a request on a fly like that and you can make it work, you're, you're a good DJ. You're goaded. There's a lot of DJs that can't. Okay, I'll take that request and when I get to it, I'll get to it and they'll, you know, they'll wait for a song to end, say something on the mic, drop a song. What was one of the, your craziest events that you've ever DJed? Bro, I've, I've done so many things with DJing that I don't, I don't even think I, I can remember like a crazy event because I've done so many things. I've been backstages. I've been in so many countries thanks to DJing. I've been able to to fly out to Australia to DJ. Fly I flew out to Japan to DJ. I've DJ for PR. I've DJ for PR. You went to, to Australia DR. and Japan? Bro, I, I be moving. I wanna go there. Both of those places, bro. That's being- fucking lit. Bro, it, it's not that hard. Like, if you're really dedicated about your craft and you're able to do your your thing and you can record your sets and do what you got to do, all you have to do is reach out to the right people, you know, make some connections, I'll reach out to lit. people, and you can find your way. It's not. It's all about making a connection and making friendships and socializing with a lot of people. A lot of people are entrepreneurs and a lot of people are working the same way that you're working and they want to put a positive event together, uh-huh. something that's going to bring people. And some people will take that chance on you. They'll bring in, they'll bring like a foreign uh, artist or DJ to bring into the crowd just to have that exposure. And sometimes because they're bringing you from another place, it actually brings them more exposure. Because mm. now they're like, oh, Whoa, shit. oh they're person? bringing someone completely from the other side of the world. Who is this person? That helps them and it also helps your career. So it's kind of like a win-win. So, but you really have to be out there. You have mm. to do your job. You have to be who at home you, doing what you have to do to send out to other people so you can try and get. Who your, did you know the and in, in those two places, those two locations? Um, actually, a couple friends of mine happened to to go out there for vacation one time, and they met up with a couple people, and at a couple clubs, 
and they happened to just like talk to a couple people and exchange numbers and we never thought anything would come of it. I never, I wasn't in even anywhere out there. They just mm -hmm. happened to get me the information and I just happened to talk to a couple people and this was when like the, the internet was already out and things like that. We This was probably um, 2006. You were in Australia? Yeah. That's wow. tough. How much was the ticket to get out there? 1500 How old, How long was the flight? 11 hours. I could, I remember that one clearly. What about what about Japan? Oh, well, Japan was was easy because Japan was just a, a jump over from Australia, so I just had to. Make oh, a you went from flight. Australia to Japan. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking oh, wow. tough. Okay. okay, how was how was Australia? Was it because like mad people be like, I'm never going there. Everything's poisonous and kill you. I'm like, yeah. I wasn't really on the outskirts. Like, you have to remember, yeah. like, uh, when you're yeah, a DJ, city. you're not trying to be out in the yeah, fucking yeah. wilderness. Yeah. Then you're never going to make your, your gig exactly. and get paid. you out there to do a job. So yeah. I went out there. I stayed in the city. Then uh, we city did a couple lit. clubs. Yeah, um, we did Sydney. Then we went out to Gold Coast. I did uh, two clubs out in Gold Coast. Um, not back-to-back -back that same night because Australia doesn't really have a nightlife as long as we do. Mm. And people don't. Don't really party like that where we were at. They, it's more like a social thing. Like the clubs, a lot of people drink beers and things like that. It's not really like the clubs here like where like people lit. pop bottles, get lit, things like that. It's more like Laid back. big big venues, a lot of people, a lot of bars, a lot of drinking of like beer and, you know, like Jack Daniels, a lot of Jager Bomb, things like yeah. that. So it was a good time. It was really fun. It was a great experience. Like... I wouldn't do it again. It's just, it's really going to be expensive to go back because yeah. obviously things yeah. have gone up. Inflation is fucked. But Damn, that's tough, bro. Yeah. Everybody was talking crazy over there? Um, not. I mean, as far as the accent, yeah. And you saw, <laughs> I just, you see a lot, of, a lot of cars that you don't see here that make you want to fall in love and stay out there. But honestly, like, uh, I went out there and it's kind of peaceful. Uh, during the week, uh, during the days, it's not really like a lot of people like walking around or doing anything like that. Like the cities are really empty, which is weird. Like every day, I was having breakfast by myself, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I just like peaceful type shit. Right? So you just wake. I wake up like at ten o'clock, look at my phone, like, uh, well, let's get some food. Yeah. And how was the food out there? Like just out here, type shit. Nah. Well, I would go to like certain spots, like little little like mom and pop shops that like cater to like certain foods. Okay. So. But I heard some stories out there. I had a couple friends that, that ate the food out there, and I'm just going to say it wasn't the best of experiences. Yeah. Mm. You, you know, we're, everybody's used to what they eat, yeah. certain things, and culture. Mm. I'm just going to say culture. Culture is different out there as far as seasoning and things like that. Yeah, so. they eat, like, Vegemite and shit like that. You ate that? Nah. The, you know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah. Plus, on top of that, there's no Hispanic people out there. So <laughs> you know there's no Goya. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there ain't no racing beans around there. Yeah. Uh, now, you've been you're getting into other things besides DJing. Now you're, and you have a lot of things you're working on for this year as well. Are there some that you can talk about? Um, there is going to be a, a new event coming on Sundays. And this is going to be more like an afternoon thing uh, that we're going to start up at a location. And more details will drop about that. It's just something that's going to be more um, affordable for everyone. I like to do a lot of things that keep everyone within a, a price range. You know, like, I like putting together and create uh, curating events where you're not going to go and have to spend five, $600 to have a good time. 
So like one of the events that we're curating currently is like Fridays at area, which we have like a $7 menu, which we do like $7 shots, $7 drinks, uh, $15 hookahs. There's no cover charge. So everything's like limited, but you're getting like the best of, of everything. Like the shots are literally Don Julio Reposado shots. Where is that? Area. Area area lounge on Sundays. I'm sorry, on Fridays. We have another deal coming up like that on Sundays that I just can't disclose the location yet. But there's a lot of things coming up in the works. And then there's also something else that's coming up Sunday nights. Um, I can't disclose that because... Uh, this nigga can't say nothing. Bro, I'm working. just... It's... <laughs> It's just how it happens, bro. Yeah, just, yeah, bro. Those NDAs just gotta follow. You just gotta follow. follow. Just, just keep, keep an eye on the timeline. See, yeah. see what's going on. I can just say it's gonna come soon, and uh, you guys are gonna have a really enjoyable time. Um, the ladies are gonna love it. I can, I can tell you that much. They're gonna go nuts for it. So, ladies, pay attention to the timeline because we got something coming for y'all. What's, um, what's the end goal? For RMX, and the end goal farm. I don't think there is an end goal for for me. Like I don't see uh, a finish line. See, you notice how the smart people get on the show, and they always say that answer. They always say there is no end goal. Like the ceiling is like limitless. That I appreciate that answer. We've had some people come on the show and tell us what the end goal was, and it's just like, bro, why would you put a limit you, to so what you can yourself? do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we live not in... throwing shade to people that's been on the show and limited themselves. No, no, I'm not. We're not talking trash to anybody that that's has their own opinions and plans you know in the future but honestly um nowadays everybody's living longer and longer so i mean they're moving their retirement age to to what 70 everyone adapts everyone's plans change so you know yeah i think as long as you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself and you're able to make an opportunity and money from what you love doing you're good as long as you can do it, keep doing it. There you go. As long as the crowd enjoys your craft and what you're doing and what you're bringing to the table, why stop? That's like Sharik. He be chefing it up. I can't tell him to stop. I'm not going to tell him to stop. It'd be finger licking good. Hey, yo, hit the hey, yo button. <laughs> hey, yo, what the fuck? Uh. Drew, you ready for rap around? <laughs> Hell yeah, let's go to rap around. Um, and RMX think he's slick. He got up here talking about he can compose music and shit. He can rap too, so he's gonna get a freestyle round too. Nah, chill, chill, chill. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't come, per- come prepared for none of that. Uh, rap around, we're gonna hit you, throw some questions at you. Just answer them as fast as you can. I, I guess I'm answering this. Favorite fruit? Favorite fruit, mango. Favorite ice cream? Chocolate. One place you want to DJ one in the world. A warm place or one oh, place? One place. One place. One place I would like to DJ in the world. Spain during the running of the Bulls. Worst place you ever DJed. Worst place I ever DJed? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, only DJs know this, but some, club, some clubs and lounges and locations where we DJs, uh, don't have actual establishment licenses. So we've had to DJ from basements, and I can't disclose a location. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just like that. Your turn. Favorite meal. Favorite meal. 
that's tough. I can't. I can't put a. I um. I I want to say sushi. But with all the things going on now, with like everything that you're finding in food, I don't know if I would call it still my number one. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only thing like I really crave like once in a while. Sushi, okay. Ice spice or sexy red? Ice spice. Well, my girl gets on the show. I was was talking about music, music wise, music wise. I don't want anyone to get in trouble. Why would would you get in trouble for that? Um, Honestly, they're both doing it. They're both doing it big. I would only say Sexy Red from the business perspective because she's an unsigned artist. Mm -hmm. And that means that she, she getting bread. All them deals that she got going on, she's facilitating and that she's curating. She's getting the majority of the money. She has nobody to pay out to. Okay. All right. So business-wise, yeah, uh, from that perspective, longevity-wise, Ice Spice is probably going to be in the game longer just because she's signed under Nikki. And you know Nikki has influence, and she has a whole career behind her. So she can definitely help Ice Spice have longevity. Plus, you already see her. She's making that transition into, like, pop with the new um, mm-hmm. Nikki album and things like that. So she's already moving her in more into, like, um, a mainstream I heard you can cook as well. Yo, uh, you've been meaning to ask me this. I, I mean, I have. What's what's some of your, what's some of your uh, dishes you like oh. to throw down on? Um, actually, a lot of traditional dishes. I don't really uh, cook outside the box. Like uh, obviously, like uh, I can make like chicken alfredo. I can make some pasta, rice, beans, bistec, um, skirt steak. Um, Tacos, chicken, uh, I can make a couple desserts, I can bake. Um, shout out to Park View. Shout out to Park View. Um, they put me in a culinary uh, program when I was in middle school over there. Shout them out. Uh, two years in culinary for them. They put me on so I could sauce it up because of them. Okay, shit. That's what's up. You got one more? Um, damn. Top five. Favorite artist. Favorite artists or favorite rappers? Favorite rappers. Let's do rappers. Favorite rappers. Top five. Nas. Eminem. Biggie. Tupac. How many I hit? Am I four? Yeah. Drake. Drake? Okay. Got it. I If we had a top ten, uh, Kendrick Lamar would be right there. Okay. Right below. Six? On, um, yeah, he would hold the six spot. You don't got Kanye on the on the list. Right? I feel like Kanye's more of a producer. Okay, how about go? You, you're yeah, next. I, you're next. I was, no, I was just gonna say you probably gonna consider him a producer. Yeah, I consider yeah. him more of a producer. That's like Pharrell. I wouldn't consider Pharrell an artist. Yeah. They're like super producers. At They're point. super yeah. producers because they do. They can genre. They can go back and forth, but mm-hmm. their real talent. I feel like their real talent isn't producing. Not really. Yeah, they, they have a craft and they can write lyrics, but when you really like break down their lyrics, it's not it's like simple. Yeah, it's not it's like everyone else. Shit, yeah. Oh, that. all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's DJ Alamex right there for you. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I'm not from Trini or what not to make another boop, like that. Boop. I'm just doing it because Dre's doing it. <laughs> uh, yo. Uh, let them know where they can find you at and where they can follow you and keep up with all the things you have going on this year. 
So uh, if you guys want to look me up, I'm on Instagram, DJRMX401. Make sure you look me up on there. TikTok as well, DJRMX. Um, actually, any way that you look, as long as you type in RMX, it'll come up. Snapchat, type in RMX, I'll be there. I'm like the nightmare you can't get rid of. Got us. Well, look, we just want to thank you for coming on the Mix and Pop podcast. And, of course, we always want to give you your flowers and, you know, shout you out for doing all the great things you've done over the years and stuff like that. And, look, just keep going and doing your thing. So I appreciate you guys having me on the show today. It was an amazing time. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to come back. And uh, hopefully um, the chef doesn't bust my balls too hard next time. <laughs> my boy on the other side, though, my boy Drewski hat was holding it down. No cap. Somebody was hating on us all night. That ass, that ass. We we gonna get that information after the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna share that information. Uh, Drew, where can you find you at? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at I underscore love you, Drew. You can also catch me on second at Second Human on IG. You can also find me here on the Mixing Pop Podcast, the best podcast in the world. Because if you're not listening to us, then who are you listening to? For real. T- <laughs> RMX knows. RMX knows the vibes. Knew it. He already knew the line. So, um, yeah, that. And you can also catch me on the Chef Tariq show. Um, helping out, doing production on that show. Loving it. Um, and anywhere else you can find me. Like, just find him on Broad Street eating a f- plate of food. <laughs> or eating ass. Hey, Girl ass. Uh, on to the next subject. <laughs> Yo, I love how y'all. I'm quick this with it. I'm quick with it. Quick with it. You had to consider hitting the button. But nah, yeah. Make sure you look him up in Chinatown, Boston. He be in there eating up. pancakes and fried chicken. Not, I was fucked up. Not chicken and waffles. Chicken tenders and pancakes. And cakes Bro, and chicken blueberry tenders. pancakes at that. That watered down syrup. They need to be slapped in the mouth for that shit, bro. $165. That's what I mean. They shit. need Chef Tariq out there. Maple water. Anyway, Tariq, where, where can they find you, bro? Maple water is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ChefTariq.com on Instagram and TikTok. You guys can find us on there. Mixing it with Chef Tariq every Sunday at 11 a.m. On Twitch, Chef Tariq underscore CO22. You jump over to Twitch, ladies and gentlemen. You guys see what Instagram does. Come on to Twitch. We got the stove cam. We have the other views as well. So make sure you guys are on Twitch for us on Sundays. Mix Pop Podcast, like Drew said, every Wednesday night on Twitch. Friday, 10 a.m. We're on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Mix and Pop Pod, MXNG Pop Pod on Instagram and TikTok. So you guys can follow us, see all the clips, see all the things we're going got going on as well. Uh, Red Lounge, of course, Thursday to Sunday this week. We have playoff football. We have Celtic basketball. We have college basketball. We have the nightlife going on. Uh, who's DJing this week? I don't even I know. I think Ellipso is DJing this week, right? I think it might be. It might be. Uh, but February, we have so much in store. We have a Peyton sip. We have cake and sips. We have, uh, we have uh, we have a lot going on in February. So the Super Bowl. We have a Valentine's brunch. Uh, that's gonna be starting and on Sundays as well, ladies and gentlemen. That's gonna be after football season. So can continue to stay tuned. Uh. Follow us, come out, support, just have a great time. So, RMX, appreciate you coming on, my boy. I appreciate you guys having me. And uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for watching today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Wait, Lord of the Wings is over? No, this is, oh, this is actually the last week 
at Red Lounge. Fucking guy. Well, it's the last. <laughs> so it's, it's so. It's, I it's, love Drew, yo. <laughs> so it's the last week at Red Lounge because we're not open on the thirty first. Class, so that's next Wednesday. So the first is next Thursday. So this is literally the last week. So if you have the coupons, come out, uh, grab your free wings, and just enjoy them. So this week is the last week. So make sure you guys come out and grab them. And then we have Super Bowl wings. So come out and grab your wings as well. You doing the orders and shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> again, thank you guys for watching today's episode, and we're gonna see y'all next week.